Key Aero, your aviation destination. Military Aviation. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Air Warrior podcast. I'm your host Richard Thomas and coming right up in the final episode of the calendar year, we're going to part two of our coverage from Airbus in Spain as Modern Military Group Editor-at-Large Alan Warns continues his conversations into the company's platforms, this time focusing on key military aviation capabilities such as air-to-air refueling. But before we head there, a quick thanks to everyone who's listened to one or all of the podcasts this year, joining us on a roller coaster of a journey that has led us from pilots to industry to think tanks and beyond. We look forward in you joining us for the first week back in 2022 with some exclusive insight into a certain French fighter. Anyway, that's for then, and this is for now. Over to Alan Warns and Airbus in Spain. So I'm Alan Warns, uh, Group Editor-at-Large, Modern Military uh, Key Publishing, and uh, at the moment I'm talking to Ivan Garcia, the MRTT Marketing Manager. One of his main priorities now is the automatically air-to-air refueling uh, capability on the uh, MRTT, or the A3R as we call it. So, Ivan, nice to meet you. Hi, Alan. Could you tell us a little bit about the early days of this uh, program? Sure. The A3R, uh, it was born uh, when uh, we in Airbus, we believed that uh, that we had a mature enough vision system on the aircraft. It was allowing our customers to perform their missions perfectly. But at that moment, we believed that we could go one step farther and try to develop and to automatize some of those tasks that the operator had to do in order to reduce the workload they were facing and, of course, to do safer operations and more efficient operations uh, in terms of boom context. Right. And of course, earlier generation, like the KC-135, the guy's lying down at the back, moving yeah. the boom yeah. around. And the A330 MRTT has moved on from that, of course, where you've got a station in the back uh, sure. where he's actually maneuvering the boom. But now you've gone a step further with this A3R. Correct. Uh, and now you've got the aircraft coming up behind you. And you explain how it works, Ivan. Yes. Yeah, so the, uh, in a, let's say in a regular or normal manual operation on the MRTT, as you said, the operator is inside the cockpit, which is together with the pilots inside. And they have a 3D monitor with 3D glasses that allows them to have a full HD colored image to have their good depth perception. So they have two sticks. Uh, one will uh, maneuver and control the boom, and the other one will extend and retract the boom beam in order to perform the contact. So manually, you've got the operator with the 3D glasses trying, let's say, to aim for the receptacle of the receiver and do the contact. In automatic uh, refueling, uh, as you said, we've gone one step farther. And now, uh, once the aircraft, uh, the receiver aircraft approaches, the system will start tracking the receiver, looking for the shape of the receiver and trying to track the position of the receiver at all the positions of the receiver. And specifically looking for a point which is the receptacle, always trying to locate where the receptacle is. Because then that will be used as an input for the fly loss of the uh, boom in order to align the boom automatically, flying automatically, hands off and doing the extension of the boom beam in order to contact that receptacle. Okay. But the, going back a few years now, it started around 2017, didn't it, when yeah. it was, uh, Airbus invested their own money, research and development money, Correct. into this program. 
in collaboration with the Royal Australian Air Force? Yes, that's that's right. At the very first stages, we had a pleasure to to, to get the, the collaboration of the Royal Australian Air Force. Uh, even they they brought an aircraft here to to Madrid uh, to to participate in some of the earlier flight tests right, right. with the A3R. As you said, it started as an R&D R&D project uh, from Airbus, and uh, thanks to that collaboration, we were able to to develop it uh, further using our A310 aircraft that is owned by us here in Airbus and that we usually use it as a test bed. It was used it at the very beginning for the boom development, right. the very beginnings of the MRTT. And now it has been uh, reconverted and reconfigured to have the A3R capabilities uh, and to be able to test them before we go to the real right, A330. Okay. Yeah, because I, I saw it on the ramp today sitting in the corner yep. and I guess it doesn't fly very often now. Oh, it does, it does. Oh, does it? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we use it especially for the uh, latest A3R campaigns. Uh, okay. We've used this extensively. Uh, it is true that in the latest months of the certification, that was all A330. Right. Okay. And uh, maybe we'll go to that, but with our Singapore customers, uh, uh, we've used that MRTT, but uh, in the last year, I would say we've used it in, uh, extensively, oh, the great. A310. Great, great. Yeah. So, uh, um, a year into the uh, collaboration with Australian Air Force, the Republic of Singapore Air Force mm-hmm. signed a contract in yep. 2019. Yeah, that's correct. That was a big success. After the big success that was signing an MRTT with Singapore, mm. I would say that they've been uh, very proactive in the use of the of the MRTT, trying to improve the MRTT. And uh, Singapore, I think it's a country that they, they like to have uh, the leading uh, technology, yes. uh, leading products, uh, state-of-the-art. So they uh, trust in us. Uh, we show them the, what the A3R could do, the A310. And they liked it. And then they said, yes, uh, let's go for it. So uh, we, we, we signed a contract with them in 2019 uh, for the development of the A3R in now in the A330 MRTT. And for that, they, they, they lend us as well one of their uh, six aircraft. Great. Uh, it's now here in, in Madrid with us Great. as a prototype. And how long is that going to be here for? Um, it, it has already been for almost a year okay. here. Right. Uh, we've done several flight test campaigns here in, in Spain and also in Singapore. So we've flown back to Singapore oh, to do uh, certification flights with their F-16s there in, in Singapore. So uh, it's almost, uh, by, by that time, by the end of this year, will be one year here with us uh, okay. as a prototype. Yeah. The F-16 campaign was earlier this year, was it? Yes, yes. Okay. We've done uh, several campaigns, but the, the certification campaign it has been running uh, during mid of this year, Singapore especially, and also here in, in Madrid. Okay, and I guess you'll do F-15s at some point. We'll, we'll do F-16, F-15s, yes. I would say that the biggest amount of work is for the first certification yeah. that, that will be with the F-16s and the MRTTs as receivers yes. as well as tankers. That we call it phase one. So in this phase one that will end up hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have everything ready to be certified. Then it's paperwork matter. Maybe end of this year, beginning of the next one, we'll have it fully certified. And after that, we'll go and we'll increase the number of aircraft that are able to contact automatically with the MRTT, the first one being the F-15. Of okay. okay. And how many uh, contacts do you think you've made during uh, this uh, A3R? <laughs> many. We, we started with the A310, doing many campaigns. Uh, as always, we start with dry contacts uh, just uh, to test the mechanicals and to test that all the, all the software is working properly. And then we... We went uh, for, for uh, of course, wet contacts and many, many flights. Uh, as you can imagine, this is the first time no. uh, someone develops yeah. something like this. So 
you need a lot of evidence for the certification authorities to believe yes. that what you're doing is safe, it's correct, and it's certifiable at the end of the, of the day. Uh, we could say that just for you to get a flavor on the number and the latest campaign we did uh, this summer in Singapore, we did more than 200 or wow. 300 contacts. Wow. And I guess you have to do the sorties in low light into the sun and all different varieties. Correct, correct. I mean, uh, I cannot enter in, in, in big details on how the no, solution no. is done, but, uh, but it's true uh, that, uh, as you can imagine, uh, it is very important the, the, how we process uh, what the cameras see and uh, how we pass that input to the control loss of the boom, how we fly the boom. And, of course, that depends a lot on the day condition, uh, light condition, if it's cloudy, if the background is, uh, is a sea yeah. or is the land, or uh, even if the fighters are in different configurations because the F-16, as you know, it can carry weapons or external fuel tanks or conformal tanks. So there are many shapes that need to be analyzed. Uh, so we need to do many, many tests uh, on that. So you have to configure the software to recognize so many different shapes for that. Correct. We, we, need, we need to, in some way, train the system to yeah. recognize all the different situations, light background, with the different receivers as well that uh, right. it's going to face. Okay. And I guess you're hoping if you get more customers to certify that with more receivers as well. For sure. This is our, our aim and uh, our customers already know that, uh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, if you want to join the A3R community as uh, Singapore and hopefully others in the, mm. in the next years, in the coming years, once this is certified and once we've got an authority saying, yes, this is safe to be flown, to add new receivers is just a matter of flying, uh, recording cool. the receivers, yeah. doing, of course, some modifications in the software. But uh, it is important to say uh, that the automatic uh, A3R, the automatic uh, refueling, doesn't imply any kind of modification in the receivers. No, that's the receivers correct. are as they are. So we just need to do some modifications on the MRTT software, not in the hardware, but in the software to allow new receivers to, to, right. to be included in there. And of course, you allowed me in the simulator just now and gave me a go and trying yeah. to guide the boom. <laughs> and of course, I reckon I wrote the F-16 off with the boom swaying around. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But then when we sat down and we did it with the automatic, it was... Was just it's just so easy, yeah. yeah. And of course, Airbus is the only company that's developed this kind of yes. configuration. Yes, that's right. As I was saying, and I think we are a little bit ahead of our competition in terms of the visuals, the remote vision system on the MRTT is quite mature, yeah. and it has a very, very good feedback from our customers. So we think that was the good moment to go one step further and to, to go for the automatic. And yes, we are ahead and we are... We are pioneers on that yeah. area in the in aviation. Great. And, of course, with Dubai Air Show coming up, we could see it uh, at Dubai Air Show as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be promoting uh, E3R is now one of our yeah, yeah. <laughs> of our brands on the MRTT. We, we say the MRTT, we like to say the MRTT is the benchmark. Yeah. And now more than ever, if you've seen and yeah, you've tested it with the automatic refueling, this is really the next step of, uh, of the tankers. Yeah. Right. Well, I look forward to seeing it in Dubai, Ivan. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very too. much for your time. Thanks for you. For our listeners, if you'd like to know more about the topics discussed today and all the rest of the news from the Air Domain, please visit the Key Aero website. And if you'd like to listen to previous episodes of the Air Warrior podcast, you can find them on the website as well as Spotify. But for now, thanks for tuning in. This has been a podcast from Key Aero, your aviation destination. Remember, visit www.key.aero for more of the same. Thanks for stopping by, and we hope to catch up with you again soon.